to Inner Bloom, a podcast about how to live a happier, healthier, more harmonious life as you learn how to work with the universe, reconnect with your intuition, and bloom from within. I'm Alexa, a writer, producer, and EFT practitioner with a passion for all things metaphysical. And with me is my friend and co-host, Ambie. I'm Ambie, a physical therapy assistant, mom of three, an intuitive medium who has been communicating with the spirit world since the age of five. Some might call it woo-woo, but from our perspective, anything is possible, and we intend to normalize the abnormal by sharing our own life experiences as well as intuitive insights, channeled material, wisdom from special guests, and any other resources we believe will help our souls expand and thrive. you bloomers we are back it is another beautiful week here in sunny hawaii i'm just kidding we're not in hawaii anymore. <laughs> i wish but i know right we've moved here we live here now <laughs> i mean i've heard crazier things from the people on the island just saying yeah yeah that's true actually that is really true so i'm ambrosia in case you don't know and with me is alexa hauser What's up, everybody? Mahalo. No, aloha. Maha- aloha. And mahalo. I just like saying ma- mahalo better. Just saying. You like saying thank you better? And, yeah, thank you. I Wait, I'm pretty sure, though, mahalo can be used for, like, many things. Like, it's thank you, meaning – wait, hold on. Now I'm going to Google it. Oh, yeah, it is gratitude. Yeah. Yep. Well, yep. I just thought it was, like, you know, shalom, where it's, like, hello, goodbye, peace. I don't know. That's what shalom means? It yeah. means like a Shal- Shalom means wow, like that's things. cool. It's also like in English if you say like yo, you know, it's like yo, like hey. Or it's like yo, it's like yo, that's that's fucked up. Or it's like yo, like that's wild, right? So you could just say shalom. Like <laughs> shalom. That's, is that how you – like how would you use that? No, I think like, shalom I, – I, you know, I really don't know. I'm just trying to I'm just trying to explain that I thought mahalo was the same way. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But I guess it's not, and that's fine because we have aloha. <laughs> well, wow. aloha means hello and goodbye. It means multiple things. Yes, exactly. You know what I learned in Hawaii? By the way, this um this <laughs> we're just diving right in, which is fine. But um, you know, our last episode, our most recent episode was last Friday. And um, it was our first episode of Money March, which we with Leela Veronica, which we got so much feedback on that episode. Like literally, I had people messaging me from all over the place, like, "Oh my god, I got so many downloads from this episode!" Um, and people really excited about this Money March uh, series we're gonna do with her, and we're really excited. If you couldn't tell, because there was just so much juiciness in there and uh Amby, I don't know about you but I've like already taken some stuff away. I started my I started my little finance notebook and mm, I downloaded I that. that app and and uh and yeah, so yep, if you ha- I downloaded the app for sure. I haven't gotten my notebook yet, but I am working on it. I am a work in progress. All good, girl. Me too. Oh, so insightful. Me too. Um, but yeah, if you haven't checked that out yet, go check out uh, our last episode with Leela and uh, let us know what you think. And especially let us know in the private Facebook group we have, which is Inner Bloomers on Facebook. Um, and uh, and yeah, if you didn't catch it last time, she will be on every Friday episode for the rest of March. And we're talking about money and the spiritual uh, significance of it and how to work with it and how to manifest it and all those good things. Um, 
so anyway, <sighs> oh, yeah. So I was like, where was I? So <laughs> the reason that I brought that up is because uh, it, that was our first episode since we've been back from Kauai, but because we committed to doing this uh, every Friday episode with her, we said we're going to you know, do our recap of our experience in Kauai for the Perium Summit on the next episode, which is this episode. So that's what we're doing. Um, and uh, Ambie, how was your – what would you say your experience was uh, – one word to encapsulate your experience in Kauai? Spiritual. Spiritual, really? Yep. How yep. so? Um, well, it was just like – I feel like I feel like my normal spiritual is pretty abnormal compared to like most people in the aspect of not like I'm sitting around meditating 20 hours a day, but like we have like a lot of like you and I were just planning like conversations with John and like when are we going to channel this entity? Like no big deal, right? <laughs> like this is just another day for us. Yeah. But moving into um, a place where more people are open to this idea and you're seeing it face to face and being around people that are not only like open to it, but like get lit up by talking about this stuff. I was just like, holy crap. And it just brings everything to another level. And then hearing the people in Purium, that's the whole reason we went, the people in the company talking about like their goals and how they want to help help everybody on the planet um, and just really understanding that they're genuinely nice people and there's no like um, underlying secret um, motivations there. It, it was really inspiring for me. Mm-hmm. And then also just the locals on the island are such spiritual people and the island itself, like I know this sounds, <laughs> this sounds crazy, but <laughs> Um, I went to Glass Beach one of the days, <clears throat> and this whole beach is such cool, like, history about this beach. So they used to not recycle their glass bottles, so they would just dump them on this beach. And slowly over time, over, like, 40 years, maybe a little bit longer, the ocean started eroding the glass. And you can actually walk on the glass. It doesn't cut your feet. Like, it's not sharp at all. It's all um, eroded down sanded down to um, little tiny pebbles that look like sand. But if you pick them up and look at them, you can tell that like they were actually glass bottles. Some of them have like logos on them. It was amazing. So when I went to this beach, uh, they, Robin Tala said, you know, you have to ask the water permission to go like go inside. So I did that. And I'm telling you, the water started playing with me. Like it was like in Moana, like in Moana, like it was bananas. I like, I was so taken back by what was happening because I would be talking to it and like, I would be laughing and then like a big wave came up and then I would be like, Whoa, that was too much. And then it was just like little tiny waves. And then it was just it was just crazy. And then I asked, like, can I have a gift? And it brought up like this really pretty, um, clear piece of glass for me. And I wow. was like, oh, my God, thank you. And then my sister came up because she was with me and she did the same thing. And I was like, doesn't it feel like the ocean's like playing with us? And she's like, it really does. Like, this is pretty crazy. I'm like, I know, like, this is bananas right now. 
Wow. And on the, and on the, so on one side of this hill, there's a brewery where, um, you could just like, when you go to this beach, it's in the middle of nowhere. So it feels like you're lost, but it's a brewery on one side. And on the other side is a cemetery, which is crazy. Um, and it's all of these, we talked to one of the locals there and it's all of these like, um, uh, Japanese soldiers that tried to come over to the island. Wait, what? Yeah, like hundreds of years ago. He says he looked at the tombstones and they're like hundreds of years old, the tombstones, which doesn't make any sense because you would think the salt air would erode them. But then also they were all like Japanese soldiers. And this is from Pearl Harbor? Um, I think I think it was, yeah, actually, because that – well, no, because that's not hundreds of years ago. Oh, yeah, it's not hundreds of years ago. Uh-uh. No, it was from something else. What was it? I don't remember what he said. It was something I've not heard of before, but it was some war. Weird. Yeah. Anyway. Crazy. So what about you? Same question to you. Moving on. Oh, no, that's awesome because I wasn't with you for that. So I I didn't know about that. That's awesome. All I could see is Moana and like the ocean, how it was like – totally playing with her and like such a personality. That's so cool. I actually, you know, it's funny. I actually got, um, speaking of spiritual, um, yeah, man, the, the Hawaii and it's what John said to us, you know, the people, the people and the land, um, yeah, the land for sure. We're very energized and very, um, spiritual and very activating, and <clears throat> and it was subtle, you know, it was subtle. It kind of happened. It kind of was this it was not like in your face, like the way that, you know, um, you know, we're like, we're gonna channel John now, or we're gonna, you know, something so mystical that's like right in your face, but it was this kind of slow dawning on you that like something was happening to you while you were interacting with these people and while you were on this land. Um and, you know, so one of the things that we were told, just like Ambie said, Tala told her to ask permission to go into the water. Um, something that we were told or that I was told was, um, you know, set, talk to the land and ask for what you need and and ask for messages kind of like you did, Ambie, and um, connect and, and, you know, set intentions and stuff because this island is so powerful and activating. Like I got the idea, the image in my head that it was like a crystal, you know, like the whole island was like that. And um, and they called, you know, the Hawaiian people call the land the Aina, Aina, which that's another thing that I was realizing after the fact when I left Kauai, the language of Hawaii, like just the words alone, just aloha, mahalo, Aina, um, what are some other words? There's a couple other words that were used, but um, oh, ohana, right? Like which means mm-hmm. family. family. These words, as you hear them over and over again, over time, they do something to you. It truly is like the way that we talk about, you know, when you um, – everything is infused with energy, right? I – swear the Hawaiian language and the Hawaiian the words that they use it's infused with this activating healing energy it feels like home like that's what it feels like to me when I hear these words over and over and now I just want to use it all the time like ohana I don't know why that word just gives me goosebumps every time and anyway so one so the last day I was there 
I felt deeply like I needed to go to the ocean, which was very close to our hotel, and just go there by myself in the morning. And I hadn't meditated at all uh, the whole time I'd been there because we'd just been doing so much. So I sat there by myself on the beach and I meditated and I went into this really nice like meditative state where I just felt so connected to the island. Like I felt so connected to the water and to the the beach and just to Kauai. And, um, and I asked like, what do I need to know? What do I need to know right now? What do I need to focus on? And what I heard so clearly was prayer. You need to pray. And that was really interesting for me because when I think of the word pray or prayer, it I immediately think of like a little altar boy in a church on a pew, like kneeling down, which I was raised Jewish, but I'm not even very religious at all, as I'm sure you might have guessed. Um, so – so when I hear prayer, that's what I think of. And in the past, I just would get so turned off by it. Like, oh, like, like, oh, you know, it just seems super religious to me. But then I said, so then I asked, I was like, well, why prayer? And what I heard was, um, because prayer is not what you think. Prayer is intention setting. Prayer is asking for help. Prayer is asking for the the resources of your source. Like prayer is acknowledging that there's more going on here. And prayer is really, as I said, like intention setting because Essentially, all day long, we're praying for things that we don't even know we're praying for. When we're worrying, we're praying for things that we don't want. You know, we, mm-hmm. we, we're not even realizing that we're doing it. And so when you can sit and and in, in any moment of the day, ask for what you want to see, that's a way that you're focusing your energy and you're also essentially surrendering in a sort of in a sort of way by acknowledging that there's a lot more going on and that you're asking in order to receive. You're asking for help that you acknowledge is going to be given. And it was so interesting. I just felt so different about it in that moment. And from then on, every day I've been praying so much. I've been praying for what I want to see. I've been praying for guidance, for clarity, also just even for, you know, for passion, for um, patience for – I've been praying for other people, you know, because I just mm-hmm. kind of see it differently. Like the uh, – and that's what I feel like the island showed me. Like showed me that I'm not taking full advantages of the resources. In fact, I'm, I'm, I'm blocking the resources quite a bit. But I'm not like working with the energies. I'm kind of sitting here saying I'm all on my own. I don't have any help. And it's like, you know, I felt that the island was showing me – and the people were showing me that, as Ambie mentioned, you know, they clearly believe like we are all connected and we are all one. And and they clearly believe in like a higher, you know, they are spiritual. And so, like she said, when you're around not only the Hawaiian people, but also the people within the um, – within Purium, the community of Purium, like, wow. It was so amazing to be around this group of people that is so activated towards their purpose and is so are so heart-focused and heart-centered and are so in love with the planet and with their mission and with their purpose and, um, and with, you know, with standing up for something and st- and 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 also with like lifting themselves up and lifting others up in the process like it's so beautiful and um you know that being said 
so so it was amazing and beautiful and I'm sure some of you have seen the photos. I mean, it literally was paradise. Like and it um, literally looks like we were photoshopped in somewhere. Yeah. yeah totally. Totally. <laughs> but at the same time, you know, it was also pretty triggering in certain ways, which mm-hmm. for both of us. Um Ambi, do you want to do you want to talk about that at all? Yeah. Um So I feel like I was really triggered, um, I guess, but, uh, well, I don't know if you could say it was triggering for me. Um, when I was like, when I first got there, I was, (laughs) I'm so sorry for everyone. I'm so sorry that I'm about to say this. So when I first got there, I looked around and I totally prejudged everybody, everybody Imperium. And I was like, I'm not this weird. Like, no way. And then, like, it took me a total of, like, 10 seconds. And I was like, oh, no, I'm, like, very much this is I'm very much weird like this. And I'm I'm enjoying this. Actually, before you go on, Ambie, let's just give – in case anyone's like newly tuning in and doesn't know what Purium is, I just realized we didn't – we haven't even mentioned that. So let's give just like a brief like uh, background of what Purium is. So Purium is a superfoods company that is actually like our upline Tala likes to say. It's actually a movement disguised as a company. Um, It's a company that's – focused on healing the planet through nutrition. And um, it's it's pure, it's premium, that's why it's called Purium, but it's um, organic, vegan, and just like the highest standards possible for um, superfoods and superfood products. Um, they also specialize in transformation. So, you know, you can do a 10-day transformation or a 40-day transformation, um, and that is to reset the bodies, um, to do like a nutritional reset for the body because a lot of us are so, you know, there's so many pesticides and chemicals and toxins in our food. I mean, all of this stuff about Roundup and um, glyphosate, I mean, I'm sure you've seen it. It's everywhere right now. Like the news is everywhere. They're finding it in everything right now. Yep. And it's a, it's a pesticide and it's like a, a chemical that we're ingesting with every single thing that we eat. So actually, Purium is, has a product called Biomedic, which is the only uh, verified product as of now that is – um, proven to remove glyphosate from your lower gut, which is huge because we all need to be taking this right now. Like I just got my partner on it and he's been on it. He's been having crazy stomach issues for months, like months. And he's hesitant. To, he's really like he, he's so supportive of Purium, but he's just hesitant. He like likes to manage his own diet and all that. He's always like very hesitant. And I finally just got him on this. He's been on this for three days. And for the past three days, he has had no stomach problems. So I, I don't know. Like I can't 100% for sure say that's, you know, what did it. But he's he's uh, he's taking it and he's, you know, acknowledging that he's feeling better in his stomach. So um, and a lot of – I don't know. This is just another n- note on this is that I, I've seen it said and I think this is really – interesting to think about, you know, what if we're not gluten intolerant? What if we're chemical, like what if we're pesticide intolerant? Like what Which if- makes sense. Totally yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Like, no, we're not supposed to be eating pesticides. Like, no, yeah. this is not normal. Yeah. It is normal, but it shouldn't be normal. 
Yeah. It, it, and it's, you know what else too? I think someone at the conference said this, but, but I was saying this, uh, we, my partner and his mom were here and we went out to brunch and I don't know who someone was talking about. Oh, well, it doesn't have that many carbs in it or something like that or that much fat in it. Or my partner was like, well, now that everybody's off of the, the fat craze, like, you know, like like he was talking about how there's all these trends in like, you know, oh, now you can't eat this and now you can't eat this and first it's calories and then it's carbs and then it's fat, right? right. And I was like, what if it's none of those things? What? Why aren't we just saying, hey, how about no pesticides in our food? Like it's yeah. – what if it's not about the calories or the fat or the whatever and it that's actually like part of – I don't know if it's intentional, but I started thinking, what if that's just a distraction? All of these fads, right? It's like, now the fat's the problem. Now this is the problem. But when when mm-hmm. are we talking about pesticides? No one is talking about these toxins that are in our food. And what if that is what's causing all of our problems? Because our bodies can't digest this stuff. Like, yeah. So it makes sense to me. It's very interesting to think about, but and also, also half of the stuff that's in our food. Just, just if I'm gonna get on my tan, I'm tran- bleh, bleh, bleh. tan. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my rant, not my tant. I don't know what that is, but it sounds inappropriate. <laughs> I'm not gonna get on it. And anyway. you're about to talking about your tan that you were gonna get in Jamaica, which you're going to. <laughs> no. I thought you were going to say taint, and I was no, like, taint I, <laughs> I wasn't going to go there, but now you have, so I great. This is we are two tr- drunk college girls for yeah, sure at are. this point. <laughs> and it's great. Yeah. Anyway, uh, now I don't know what I was going to say. Oh, that's it. Okay, so most of the chemicals that are in our food, if you do the research, I I implore you to do the research, but if you do the research – most of them are actually illegal in most other countries in the world, um, mainly European countries, um, because there are direct connections with um, those chemicals in cancer and different types of cancer, not just like like breast cancer, cervical cancer, uh, and autism, right? Um, I don't. I haven't seen direct connections with those, but um, I remember looking at. Um, not just like reports that were done, but actual studies that were done by third parties. Um, Pepperidge Farms is a big culprit of putting different pesticides in their bread to make the shelf life last longer. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a whole movement a couple of years ago that happened. So even if you like, you look up Purim, you decide like it's all bullshit, you don't believe us, whatever. There's a product, the a movement called non-GMO. <laughs> and essentially this company started because of all of these things that we're talking about. And so they are one of the small companies, or not, they're not so small now, but a couple of years ago when I found them out, they were smaller. Um, but they're one of the few companies like Purium that's actually taking a stand and starting to um, do something about it. They have a label that's called non-GMO, and it means that no genetic, genetically modified organisms are in that product. <clears throat> Purium is is a lot better than just non-GMOs because you have like all the other stuff besides just GMOs um, that go into it. And I'll I won't go into that right now, but I will say that um, there's a few companies that are just it's more than just like Pepsi and cola. 
it's more than just like the big things where you think like, yeah, I know that's not healthy, but it tastes good. I don't care. It's like bread companies like Pepperidge Farm, which blew my mind. Um, Annie's. Annie's is a company that for years and years and years was an all organic, um, really really good company. And about five years ago, they switched the owners. And now all they, they don't use organic products anymore. Um, they do use GMOs. They do use Roundup and things like that. So they're no longer a good company like that, which is pretty crazy to think about because for years they were organic. That is crazy because like they've already developed the brand so you think of them in in that way and then they change it and you don't even think to recognize that things have changed which is crazy. Um which is crazy. But but also, you know, this 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 brings up, you know, it's just it just brings to the forefront this idea that's like god, like you know, the way that our society has been up until now, it it makes I hate to say this, but it makes sense that this is how things are going. It makes sense that this is ha- what's happening because the way that we've treated – the way the, – the values of society are quantity over quality, um, yep. money over everything, um, like money over human lives, literally. Like uh, that's why, you know, people are killed every day. That's why so many people are killed every day because it's all about money and it's all about power and it's all about – and it's like we don't have this human connection anymore. We don't have that. We've lost our connection to Gaia. We've lost our connection to nature. We've lost – that's why all these forests are – rainforests and forests and trees and land are being destroyed in order to build apartment complexes or corporations or, you know, whatever. It's all about the money, right? And we've lost touch with who we really are. We've lost connection with each other. We've lost connection with the earth. And so when you think about it in that way and you think about how everything is geared, right, then it makes sense that these – at one point in time, people Mm -hmm. decided to put these pesticides or these preservatives or these chemicals or whatever it is into into the the food in order to make it last longer, in order to make things grow bigger, in order to make things grow faster, et cetera, because it's all about the product, right? And meanwhile, our health is are be, is being destroyed. The quality of our lives is being destroyed. People are developing cancer. People are developing um, m- mental disabilities. Uh, all, all kinds of things. People are our bodies are not functioning right anymore because they're not supposed to function with these artificial things in them because we're being mm-hmm. poisoned. That's what's mm-hmm. happening. We're being poisoned essentially. And well, I mean, look at the inflammatory response that's happening to our bodies. Like most most of our bodies. Mm-hmm. Our, our inflammatory responses like on overdrive all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, we're depressed, right? Mm-hmm. Because our fight or flight system is irreg- – it's not what like air quote normal like it should be. It's engaged more than it should be and because our, we're overstimulated. And our serotonin <laughs> is produced in our gut and our gut health right now is yep. awful. Like yep. our, it's – that's why we need this biomedic product because the glyphosate, which is in Monsanto's Roundup, which we've been talking about, that's affecting mm-hmm. the lower gut and the way that it processes things. Also, let's not even – we haven't even touched on the fact that like obesity is still an epidemic. Nobody mm-hmm. wants to talk about that anymore. Mm-hmm. We're just and, – and I'm not – here's my thing. I am in no way, shape, or form telling you that if you're fat, 
you're unhealthy. If you're skinny, you're healthy because that's not necessarily the case. Okay. Oh my God. Yeah, no. Not at all. But what I am saying is that most of the people that I work with, God bless them, have similar things in common. They drink soda. They don't eat healthy. And they are obese. Not heavy. Obese. Mm -hmm. And then they say, well, all of my family is overweight. And they use the word overweight. And the doctors are just telling me I need to lose weight when I don't need to lose weight. You're, you know what? Losing weight is a secondary response to eating what you should be eating. Because mm-hmm. it's not even, it, it's like your body will naturally go into where it needs to go if you eat appropriately. Does that make sense? Yes, which is why, um, mm-hmm. because, and think about it, why is that? Because it's actually functioning properly. It can process yep. what's going into it. When it can't, there's nowhere for that stuff to go. So it just gets, cl- your body literally basically gets clogged up. It, it's a, it's a not a functioning machine anymore. And that's why, um, you know, one of the, products from Purium um, that you can get is something called the Core 4. It's four different products, actually, that you just take every day. It's just a part of your lifestyle. Um, One of those things is a superfood power shake, which is just um, all organic and vegan superfoods um, that are dehydrated. I love it too so much. much. (laughs) I love it too so much. I literally just ordered like two two things of it when I normally order one because I always run out because I like crave it so much. I drink Um, it for breakfast every morning. I freaking love it so much. I yeah, same. I drink way too much. I I literally drink. Sometimes I just go throughout the day with it and drink it for my meals because honestly, it's easier. Yeah, it's the best fast food you could ever get. Secondly, Mm -hmm. and um and my body just wants it. It wants it. It's easy to digest. It makes my body feel alive. It makes my cells feel alive. Like I feel energized after drinking it, and it's awesome and it tastes amazing. Okay, so there's that. There's um (laughs) there's super aminos which you take in the morning, which are um they help your muscle. They help build lean muscle and burn fat, and uh, they give you energy and really great for your body. And and they help you digest things as well. Is that right? I'm not actually yeah. – yeah, okay. And then the third thing is the biomedic, which we were just talking about to help uh, clean and repair the lower gut and detox it from the glyphosate that is essentially the poison that we're ingesting in everything that we eat. Um, and the fourth thing is apothecary, which is sour tart cherry juice, which you eat – or sorry, you drink at drink. night right before you go to bed because it has naturally occurring melatonin in it. And man, that thing is – that thing <laughs> we, we all talk about it, all of us who take it because it gives you wild dreams and it helps you sleep really well and it fights inflammation. Um, I'm literally concerned that I'm getting addicted to apothecary because I'm like <laughs> like every night I'm like, oh, oh Alex, go get my apothecary. Get yeah. my apothecary. And he's, like, he's like, okay. <laughs> and like he knows how to make it now like the way that I want it because I like a little bit more apothecary than water like than yeah. the directions say. Yeah. Um, but I give it to my kids too. So it helps them yeah. sleep. Yeah, it's awesome. And it's, us moms need all that melatonin we can get for our kids. God right, bless Right, right. Everybody needs to sleep better because your body – that's when your body's restoring itself and replenishing itself. And oh my gosh, I had a wild – speaking – I had a wild dream last night, which I'll tell you about in a minute. It relates to Perium. But um, so anyway, when you take those core four, it's – I had uh, – I have a friend. She just signed up as a brand partner actually. But um, for the past two months, all she's been doing is the core four. And first of all, this girl's like 
uh, fairly in shape to begin with. I mean, she's like pretty active. She even works in the sports world. She's pretty in shape to begin with. She, just from taking the core four and not doing a transformation or anything, just incorporating it into her normal diet, she lost like 12 pounds in like a month and a half or something like that. And literally, I was like, what? Because most people that I know who do the – who take the products, they've done a transformation. So I'm like, oh, wow. Like, you know, it makes sense. Like, you're you're literally cleansing your body. You're losing that much weight. But she just looks so lean and like clean and she just says her body's like functioning better than ever because – you know, so so as Ambie was just saying, um, before we went on into all the products, when you're eating what what you're supposed to be eating, aka what your body wants to consume and what's natural for your body, it it functions so much better and it keeps your weight down and you can lose weight naturally. Like you don't have to necessarily, you know, we've been taught like, oh, if you want to lose weight, you have to literally cut out every carb. You have to cut out every, you know, this. And it's like we need balance in our diet. It's not that. It's that we need to be eating clean food. Like that's what we need. And our bodies need to be functioning so that it can process the food that we're eating. And when we're t- we're polluting our bodies with the stuff that the 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 food companies have decided to put in the food to help it last longer so that they can make more money off of it it doesn't work very well and it starts to break down so anyway mm-hmm. um okay so anyway, that's – We got off on a big old yeah, tangent today off, about Purium. We got off on like three different tangents, but it's okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> I actually – so real quick about this dream. I had a dream last night that was very vivid. It almost felt like a TV show. Like it almost felt like that that show uh, Westworld or something. But anyway, I dreamt we were on a train. I was on a train. And the train, I realized, was everyone in the Purium community was on the train because it was Tala and you and, like, you know, some of our other friends that are in it. And this train was just going all around the world. And it felt so free and it felt so exciting. And it felt like we were on this exciting adventure. Like, just like out, like I would like stand on top of the train, look around where we were going. And we were just like in this beautiful like country. And it just felt like we were on this mission, right? Everyone on the train was on this mission. We were headed, we had momentum going. Like, this dream is so symbolic. It's crazy. We had momentum going on this train, right? And then I, um, I got a – somehow while I was on the train, I got a message from my mom that said she was sick. Something – she like – because my mom – I've spoken about this. When I was younger, she had uh, cancer. She had breast cancer and she had a couple other – colitis and a couple other types of cancer at certain points. And um, I got this message from her that she, some sort of – maybe she had cancer again or something like that. Some Some serious illness, she was sick again. And so I said, I have to get off this train – and I'll meet back up with you. I'll get back on the train again, but I have to get off this train right now because I have to go take care of something. And I told everyone what I was going to do, and you guys said, okay, great, good luck. Like, we'll be here for you when you come back. I got off the train, and where I went was Alexandra – Alexandra – that's her name, right? Alexandra Cor- Ocasio-Cortez's office. Do you know who that is? No. She is basically like the hottest thing in politics right now because – Oh, my God. I do know her. Alexander. I can't believe I said no. Yes. I was thinking it was someone in Purium. Yes. N- yes. Yes. I do know her. I freaking love her. Yes. like I love I, everything about her. Go ahead. If you don't Sorry. know who she is, <laughs> Google her because I have, I have intentionally stayed out of politics for years <laughs> – Yep. And she is the only reason that I want to pay attention to politics right now. She gives me hope. Like, 
So Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is uh, an activist. She's a politician. She's a member of the Democratic Party. Um, she's the U.S. representative for New York's 14th congressional district. And she is just single-handedly, like, taken down these people in, in an amazingly, like, beautiful way, taking down all the people that are doing all the things that, we're ta- that, that they shouldn't be doing, basically. She's pointing out all the flaws in the system in this really smart, like, beautiful way, and everyone just loves her, like loves watching her and she's young and just awesome. So I, in the dream, I get off the train and I end up at Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez's office and she's running around like, you know, just doing doing a million things. She has a whole team with her. And I step in front of her and I said, Alexandria, I need to talk to you. And she looked at me and I, and I just start talking and I'm like, my mother – and I start telling her, like, whatever's going on with my mother. And then I launch into this whole thing about food and nutrition and about what's happening and how it can't happen anymore and how we're on this mission with Purium and how we need to fix this now. Like, this cannot wait anymore. And we need, and I just start, I'm like speaking. I just remember in the dream, I was speaking from my heart in this way that it was just flowing and I felt everything aligning and it felt my purpose. It was like I was in the right place at the right time. And she just stopped. Every, all her people kept trying to get her to like, wait, wait, we got to keep going or we got to, and she's like, no. And she's like, tell me more. And she just asked me to keep speaking and telling her about, you know, what I was trying to do and what our mission was and all of this. And then she gave me her information and she said, when the time comes, I will be there for you or something like that. And you can go – like you can go tell the rest of your people like I'm with you or something like that. Like I'm going to fight for you. And I went back to the train and I went back to everyone Imperium. And I told them that she's, you know, like I told them like what happened. And it was this moment of just like, I don't know. I've never had that clear of a dream in a long time. And it's and I, I don't usually have like clear dreams about specific people, but it's been happening more and more. And I just thought it was so symbolic because it showed like I really feel like we are all on this train moving forward towards this goal. And it feels so exciting and so alive and so – so um like purposeful it just feels like it you know what it 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 feels like it's almost not that it's a blessing that we're all going through this that we're that this is what the state of the world is but it feels like i feel so appreciative to feel like i have a purpose right now that's so much larger than me and that's so focused and that is so urgent. It's so urgent. Like, because urgency gives us that drive, right? It gives us that like, let's do this now, you know? Whereas when you don't have something that's so pressing, it you can kind of just kind of get lost in your focus on it, right? And I feel like the really amazing thing about Purium and the really amazing thing that I took away from this weekend is the urgency. Like it is mm. go time and these people are activated and they are ready to go and make this like happen, to, to really get things changed, to really um, wake people up, to really help people thrive. And this isn't just nutritionally. This is financially as well. And 
I just, I don't know. I just wanted to share that dream because it just felt so real. I like it's felt so real and so awesome. And I don't know. Anyway, um, so maybe you're gonna meet her. I got that feeling when I woke up. I was like, that's kind of a feeling I got. But also, I think you know what it is too. I think she's a symbol for me of someone who's standing up for what's right, but but is being but is looked at in a way of of um is looked up to and is praised and isn't um because I think for me for a very long time I've had this belief that if you stand up for what you think is right there's a ton of people who are going to be like shut up and like sit down and like mm-hmm. well you you know encounter it you know and and not that not that people aren't countering her they totally are but she's yeah, this model of like this bright light who isn't stopping who's just chugging forward and I think I think really why she showed up in my dream was because it was showing me you can – it's okay. Like it's okay to stand up for what you believe in. It's not even okay. It's what you came here for. It's why you're here in this lifetime. You, This is what you're about. You just, you just don't really real – you realize it, but you don't realize the magnitude of it. And the, the magnet – the way that she's doing it, you can do it and everyone can do it. But it's – she's – paving the way and you can pave the way too. And that's what I felt like it was about, you know? And everyone who's listening can, you know, like I'm sure people who are listening to this can resonate with the fact that I'm sure we've all had experiences where we've spoken up for something, whether on social media or in person, for an issue or a topic that we really feel passionate about, that we really feel like this needs to stop. And then there's these people who are naysaying and are saying like they they bully you back down. They bully you back down because they don't like what you're saying. And then it makes you or I'll speak for myself and then it made me and it has been keeping me, you know, small and quiet and fearful to um to share any information like that for fear that someone will come and attack me and I won't know how to defend myself. And I think the time is coming when that can't stop us anymore. We can't let that fear stop us anymore because if we feel so strongly about something, it means it's important and it means the time is now and it means we need to use our voice to speak about it no matter how many people might oppose it. And I think, again, that's what Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, she's showing people that there there can be, you know, half the country can be against you and you can light the way for others and you can make changes and that's what she's doing. So oh my god, I love her. <clears throat> Excuse me. And if you haven't seen like her role playing uh in Congress with like the uh talking about like if I was a really bad guy and I wanted to do X, Y, and Z, you guys yeah. should watch it. It's on YouTube. It's freaking amazing. Yeah. Because she's basically I think she actually name drops Trump um in it and a couple of other people. But it's just amazing how uh she gets backlash for how young she is. She's the youngest person. She's so younger in than history. Us. Yeah, yeah, in history. She's – how old is she, 29? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then she gets backlash for being young. She gets backlash. Um, someone called her ditzy. Someone called her unprofessional. Um, I mean, she's getting a lot of backlash, but it's because she's making waves. And 
these are waves that need to be made. And this is when we first started um, recording this podcast. We interviewed Gandhi. If you haven't listened to that interview, check it out. Because we go, we talk to him about it. And he talks about how like having President Trump seems like a bad thing. Seems like a really bad thing. Right. Mm -hmm. But there's good in every situation. And this is one of those things like that's been playing in my mind the past couple months. Um, This is one of those things that would not have happened if he had not been president. Mm -hmm. As many women would not be standing up saying enough is enough. I can't I'm not going to stand by and watch this anymore. I'm going to do something about this. Mm -hmm. And not just in. Um, a, a bigger scale, a country scale, but also like locally, I personally have known a couple people that are now um, helping um, governors run, helping local politicians run in my area. And they've literally told me if President Trump had not become elected, I would not be doing this right now. Mm-hmm. And that's amazing. So <clears throat> I'm not saying that I'm glad he's our president, but I am saying that I'm grateful for what he's providing for all of us. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And, and what is that? It's an opportunity for us to step into our power. Like if you really think about it, what is he doing? He's activating each one of our purposes <clears throat> and he's helping yep. us step into our power because of the sense of urgency. Mm-hmm. I, I, yep. I recognized that for myself yesterday where I, I realized it was like, wow, like, you know, I remember a few years ago feeling like I had no urgency. Like I, yeah. I wanted urgency, but I didn't feel it. And now, I mean, and and now just with the state of what's going on, it's like you realize, again, when you think of it from a larger, broader perspective, first of all, this is what they mean when they say this is why you chose to come here at this time. Because mm-hmm. we wanted to play these roles. We wanted to be put into this like um, massive time of transformation and growth and pressure. I mean, I keep getting this image of the pressurized uh, coal turning into a diamond, right? Yeah. And actually, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that's literally what's happening to our bodies right now. Because I remember even before I met you, Ambie, I would read all like, these – these, you know, spiritual, like, channeled material and, you know, mm-hmm. ascension guides and stuff blogging about, like, what's happening with the ascension. <clears throat> and they would be talking about how our carbon bodies, which our bodies, which are made of carbon, are turning mm-hmm. into um, crystalline, crystalline bodies. So if you – literally our cells are turning from carbon to crystalline, meaning crystal. So if you think we're about it – We're being crystals. We're being the crystals. Well, we're Go being ahead. pressurized. Car – Car- when carbon is put under pressure, it turns into a diamond, which is a crystal. Right. Okay. Right. So mm-hmm. we, as human beings, are literally—and I didn't realize—I didn't make this connection until this moment—we're putting being put under so much pressure, emotional, physical, spiritual pressure, that we are literally turning into crystals, diamonds. That's what's happening to us. We're transforming in that way, in that material way. That's what's happening to us. And that's why, you know, we're opening up and whatever. And that's why in the next several, however many years, we will literally be different beings. We already are different beings right now, but we're going to be even more different beings in, you know, 10, 20, 30, however many years. But it's because of the pressure we're being put under. And so in those times, and I just have to, wow, bring it around home because I was just telling Ambie the past 24 hours, 
I have felt so much immense pressure on my body, like just on my mind, my heart, my spirit, my everything. It almost feels like there's so much energy coming at me that I don't even know what to do. Like I don't even know how to handle it. I feel like I I, I don't know. But it's it comes back again to that that surrender, right? It's like so much pressure is being put on you to just surrender to the process and let yourself become a diamond, which relates back to Purium, if you know what I mean. <laughs> diamond Club, what up? Um, wow, it all just comes full circle. But anyway, so when you're being put under pressure, remember you're being t- turned into a diamond. And mm. it's pretty pretty nice to think about in that way. Um, okay. I like that too. <clears throat> Can we bring it back to yes. Hawaii for a minute? Yes, let's go back to Hawaii. So I have a pretty cool story that I'd like to share. Yeah, go. So, so do to do. If you're new, before we left to Hawaii, you listen to this. I'm just like plugging our podcast, like it's my job. Anyway, yeah. um, listen to this episode where we interviewed who we interviewed. What was her name again? God bless it. God, just the worst with goddesses. Oh. <laughs> I'm just the worst with goddesses, Pele. Pele, thank you. Yeah. And um, Pele was talking to us, and um, or it was Thoth. I'm not sure. W- one of these entities was telling us about how um, Lemuria got it right that time. That was Thoth. and what? That was Thoth. Thoth. Okay. And they were talking about Lemuria. Lemuria is similar to Atlantis, um, but more on uh, by the Hawaiian Islands. Okay. There's a little bit differences, and I won't get into it because we have a whole episode about it. Anyway, I digress. So I go to Hawaii where uh, there's a day where I spent the day with my family, and it wasn't around anybody from Purium or the podcast, and that was really triggering, and love them, love them all. And um, so I talked to one of the ladies that is making our food. And she owns her own shop, and she does everything there, right? <clears throat> and I asked her, "Do you what do you know about Lemuria?" And she said, "You mean Mo?" And I was yes. like, "What's Moo? Yeah, Moo, Moo. Thank yeah. you." And I was like, "What's that?" And she's like, "That's um the boogeyman." And I was like, "What?" And she's like, "That's the boogeyman." And I was like, "Explain this to me. I don't know what you're talking about." <laughs> and so she was like, "Well, <clears throat> she's like um when." The companies came over, they built like the the resort companies came over, they built all these resorts on these sacred lands where these people from Lemuria were buried, right? Mm-hmm. And the souls did not like this, so they haunt a lot of the resorts in the area. She's like, I have a couple of friends that won't go down into the locker room, which is the basement. They won't go down there by themselves because they're too afraid of uh, the boogeyman. And I was like, that, like, in my heart, that didn't feel true. But I was like, okay. Like, I kind of, (laughs) like, you literally are born and raised on this island. So who am I to tell you, like, that's not true, right? Mm -hmm. So my mom was with me and she was like, that's pretty crazy. And we're talking. So the very, literally, the last day I'm there, I walk in. We did zip lining. So amazing, by the way. And right next it's in the shopping center like the place that you go to pay for it and then they take you off site obviously so we're going to settle our tab <laughs> there's a tab for zip lining and um in the shopping center there was this crystal shop and i was like oh i'm definitely going in there so i went in there talked to the guy 
that is running this crystal shop who, again, born and raised there. And I said, do you have any Lemurian crystals? And he's like, no, but if you find one, come back and give it to me. And we both had a laugh. And I was like, do you know about Lemuria? And he's like, yeah, I know about Lemuria. Of course I do. It's like Atlantis. And I was like, yeah. And we talked about it. I told him about Thoth. And he was like, that's amazing. And we geeked out for a second. (laughs) And I was like, this is what this local lady told me about uh, Lemuria. And he said the same thing, Moo, right? Mm -hmm. And he's like, no, it's not the boogeyman. And I was like, okay, what's this? (laughs) And he's like, "That's this isn't even that island that it was on and then it hit me like no it's not it's not even the right island yeah and he's like no it's not like I don't know that lady was probably thinking of something else because there's so many legends about this island and I was like okay and he's like no Lemuria was like a good place and I was like that's what I thought and he's like no that's whatever she told you was not correct and I was like okay so it was pretty interesting. I don't know. I just wanted to share that. I thought it was <laughs> so bringing it full back around to what we already know about Lemuria, which is that it was, <laughs> <laughs> which is that it was not like this terrible like place. And we never obviously- thought it was a terrible oh, place. Well, but the lady in the in the place said it was. You know what I mean? Like the boogeyman. Like yeah. that's scary. It scared me. It scared yeah. my mom, my little mom. <laughs> and then. Um, what you call it? It was never on Kauai, which we yeah. already knew. Yeah, just the descendants of it moved to Kauai. To the survivors of it moved to Kauai. That's what we were told. Yeah, and he was. He, it was just funny. The, his reaction was like, "No, yeah, so not." <laughs> That's really funny. Yeah, I've never heard that about the boogeyman. But um, but um, well, I was going to ask you to bring it back around to what we were talking about right before we started talking about what Purium is Um, because what we were talking about, you were about to tell a story. We were talking about how even though it was, you know, really amazing and so beautiful and we were getting all these downloads and, you know, the Hawaiian people and the language and everything was amazing. It was also pretty triggering. And Mm -hmm. you were, you were talking about how it was triggering for you. Do you remember? I do remember. <clears throat> um, man, let me see here. I mean, there was a lot of triggering going on. There was I pulled you aside at least once and was like, I need your help. Yeah. Um, I just – I love my family. I love them. I love them real hard. But there was just a lot of energy um, – so it's overwhelming sometimes, but what I got out of it mainly was that everybody just wants to be loved and accepted. Mm. And when you don't feel loved and accepted, that's when you act out. Oh, yeah. I like that one. And so, I mean, now don't get me wrong, I am not perfect because I was super triggered. I didn't even tell you, Alexa. I was super triggered the last day, like, still pretty upset about it, actually. Um, but it, it makes it easier to swallow when you realize that the why behind it is because they just want to be loved and accepted. doesn't mm-hmm. hurt less. It just makes it easier to swallow. Mm-hmm. And yeah. And I think 
well, what I was going to – what a, the reason I was bringing this up is because I, I don't know. Like, yeah, Ambie, I, I remember you pulling me aside and I know like, you know, you – the island and the experience itself for you was – it was very individual for each person. I, I feel like, you know, I, just going back to like Hawaii and the magic of that island, I feel like it literally pulls things up in you, you know? It really pulls things up in you that you need to examine further. And for you, I I feel like what you're saying is a lot of that had to do with your family, which is great too because, you know, like you – that's a big part of your story, right? Yeah. Like your family yeah. and, and, and learning more about that and learning about, more about those relationships and more about your past and, and all of that. And, um, oh, yeah, I was told some, I was told some stories about Ambie and all the things that she would do when she was Jesus. younger, <laughs> um, which was really funny. I did, I learned that Ambie was a businesswoman from like the times you could friggin' talk, basically. <laughs> like, Ambie was hustling yeah, and wheeling and dealing. You don't even know. Hustling? Yes. I came out hustling. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. I got this umbilical cord for yeah. five dollars a month. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, literally, I had no idea. She's she's um, she's been an entrepreneur, yeah, since she was in diapers, which is pretty pretty <laughs> awesome. Um, I but, told you I would paint rocks and try to sell them. Like yeah. I wasn't even joking <laughs> about that. Yeah, I love it, and um, and I think something that both of us experienced a little bit as well is um. You know, as part of the experience, we would do these night owls. Uh, Tala, our upline who's been on the show, he would host these night owl sessions where um, we would all get into a room and just talk about what was happening for us throughout that day, what was coming up emotion-wise, and just be very vulnerable, you know, just share our experiences. And I remember we missed the first night because we were exhausted that night. And then the second night, um, we went, which was after like the big training that we had where everyone in the company was getting up and essentially like giving trainings on their experiences and what, mm-hmm. you know, how they built their business and, and you know, um, how to lead from the heart and, and all of these things. And, um, and really like giving us the vision of the future for Purium and all that. And like how to have authentic conversations with someone yeah. and not be fake. Yeah. Is their business like that's what they were coaching us on doing? Yeah. So How to like authentically tell your story. Yeah, and authentically tell your story, and that right there speaks volumes about the type of people that are are running the company. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. I digress. Go ahead. No, no, you don't digress. It's really important. You know, that is what we were being trained on. Being trained on how each one of us has a very specific story, an authentic story that we need to tell. And that in telling our stories, that's how we attract the people that are going through the same things, that have been through the same things, and that are looking for the same things. They're looking for either a way to, you know, up-level their body and really heal their their body and heal their mind through nutrition. Or, um, you know, Know, a way to financial freedom by building this business and by using network marketing, you know. And it was really um, just another thing, just about, well, okay, this has to do with like why I was triggered. So, anyway, I'm sitting there in the training and I've already been to a local Purium event where other, you know, it was just like a, it was a shorter version of this training. And, um, but I'm sitting there in the big training and like halfway through, I just start feeling like I want to cry. And it was really weird because it was like it was it was these waves of like emotion would come up in me and then I could feel myself press it back down and be like, why are you even getting emotional? Like stop, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And um 
And then towards the end, I started to realize why. And it was because I was sa- I was sitting there. I was looking at all these people up there. Tala was one of them, you know. Um, but all these people up there who come from all different walks of life. I mean, just uh, all different types of people with all different types of stories that have, you know, be- come to this business for all different reasons. But um, – but have you know really been using it to just heal their lives, heal their families, and 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 get themselves into a state where they can thrive, and um, and as I'm watching, I'm just I realize and I'm getting emotional because there's a deep part of me that just wants to get up there on stage and tell my story, and get mm-hmm. up there on stage and be a leader, and get up there on stage and be seen. And then there's this other part of me that's like, no, you don't want to do that. And it was like suddenly I could hear that voice, like the ego. I could hear it so clearly. And it was like, no, you should just stay – just stay in the back. And and then there was like, you know, then the deep voice, like the deep longing was like, but you should go up to Sarah, who's like one of the top earners in the company, and talk to her. You should go up to this guy and get him on – ask him to be on you and Ambie's podcast or you should go up, you know, and connect with this person and tell them they were awesome. And then that other voice going, no, just don't. Like, it's just annoying. You're just being annoying. Don't. And I suddenly became so aware of the way that I hold myself back from being Mm -hmm. where I want to be and being seen in the way I want to be seen and being the leader that I know that I can be personally. And I've always known that I can be, but I've just convinced myself that I don't really want to be or that it's 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 not for me. Right. Um, yeah. And suddenly I became so sad. Like it was a happiness, but also a sadness because I felt this uh, restraint a- around my dream, around my soul, around my authenticity, around my vulnerability, you know, around um, around my deep desire. It felt like there was this chain around it that was like, nope, not letting you go. And so towards the end of the training, um, I think I actually did cry a little bit with during s- someone's speech and it, you know, because it just gave me a little bit of this release. And then I just remember after the training, I ran up to Tala and I was like, I'm so sorry that I wasn't at the night owl last night. I'm going to be there tonight. And this is like really important to me. And it was just this it was just this moment where I realized how important it was to me, like to be there and how important it was to me to be seen. And And anyway, all in all, it just – the whole thing kind of triggered me by showing me what I deeply wanted but that I had just buried with all these beliefs about why I really shouldn't have that and why I didn't really want it. It was like a lie that I told to myself like, oh, but you don't really want to do that. That's a lot of work or that's too much hassle or, you know, all these things that we tell ourselves to keep ourselves down, right? And and so – and so anyway, it was just this acknowledgement of my deep desire to excel and to go forward and to thrive. And um, and then even in the night owl, another thing came up where I was sitting there and everyone was being so open-hearted and loving and vulnerable and transparent and giving each other so much support, like so much support. And I'm sitting there when I first got in there and in, that little voice came up again in me that was like, these people can't be real. Like uh, mm-hmm. kind of similar to what Ambie was saying. Like this can't yep. be real. This is not – they can't really mean this. Like this This is too much love. Like there's not there, – that's not 
normal, (laughs) basically. And I had this realization there that like, you know, I sit here all the time. We sit here all the time and we're like, oh, like, you know, the world should just be so full of love and, you know, I just want a super loving relationship. And, you know, we say these things that we want. We want all this love. We want all this acceptance. We want all this joy, right? But then I'm sitting there in this room and there really is that amount of love. There really is that amount of vulnerability like taking place. And I realize like I can't freaking handle it. Like my body is like, no, 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 way too scary. And, um, and I don't know, like the more that I sat there though, the more that I sat there, it was like my body started adjusting to it and I started like opening up to it more. But it was this recognition of like I sit here and I ask and I ask and I ask for this thing that I'm not even physically ready to receive, you know? Mm-hmm. And yeah. so it was just a huge learning experience for me. And one thing that I'll say is that when I walked out of Kauai, I had this new mindset that was like, I will not let that voice ever get in my way. Well, not never get in my way because it has come up since, but I will not let that voice stop me from moving forward. I will not let that voice stop me from creating the life that I want to create. I will not let that voice stop me from, you know, putting myself out there and being vulnerable with other people and creating my life because if I let that voice stop me, the only, you know, I'll, I'll the only person I'll have to blame is myself. And mm-hmm. anyway. Yep. So, so I'm going to, I'm going to break down night owls for everybody because <clears throat> I want everybody to like imagine this. <clears throat> You've literally just spent 12 hours, right? Uh, maybe 11, 10 or 11 hours in a conference learning all about the product, all about like how to um, make authentic conversations, how to authentically tell your story, hearing other people's story, um, all of it. Okay. So it's already tiring, right? Which is good. It's a good tiring, but you're still tired. And then you go into a hotel room, which is the hotel you're staying at, with 40 people in this room, cramped into like a tiny little hotel room. And you start to realize that when people are going around and sharing what they took away from the conference, because that's what the whole purpose of the night all was. One of the things that kept coming up was that people were seen and their reaction to it was something they didn't know how to process yet. Because when people looked at you in this community, which is like, I can't even describe to you how crazy it is. But when people look at you, it's not like they're looking at you and they're like doing something else. They're looking at you and they're checking their phones. They're looking at you and they're waiting like, where's the waitress? They're looking at you and like they're they're trying to like, you know, they're thinking about other things. It's like they're fully engaged in the conversation and they're listening. They're not waiting to speak. Mm-hmm. So with the night owl, it's 40 people looking at you mm-hmm. and hearing you. And that is a little jarring. That's a little like, holy crap. Like there's a lot of mm-hmm. people here seeing me. And even like, because there's a lot of tears, a lot of like things come up with um, 
you know, a lot of things come up with money, a lot of things come up with like being vulnerable on social media or being vulnerable with your friends or your, you know, your, your little group, right? And when you do this, you have to be vulnerable. You don't have to do anything, but you get, you get what I'm saying. And when people were crying or when people were sharing, you know, their emotions, the people around them are just like, like comforting them, just putting a hand on their foot or putting a hand on their shoulder or just like just looking at them and just like putting a hand on their own heart just to say like, I I feel the same way. And it's, it was the nicest feeling to just to be there and feel that. Mm -hmm. I loved it. Yeah. 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 It was, it was amazing. And it was, it showed you where we're going Mm-hmm. as a society and what and and that's part of the why right that's part of why we're doing this it's part of why the people involved in this are because that's the world we want to create that's the world we want to live in we want to live in a world where we we see each other and allow each and allow ourselves to be seen and right now that's pretty scary because like you know what kind of society we live in kind of at this point where everyone like Ambie just mentioned is pretty distracted and is kind of giving you half their attention and so we're kind of used to just half being seen or partially being seen or not really being seen at all. And, you know, I think a lot of us don't even realize, maybe we're coming to realize more and more that that is what disconnection is. You know, that is what depression is. It's it's feeling disconnected from other people. Again, as we started this conversation, feeling disconnected from Gaia, from nature, from the earth, from each other and from community. And the most beautiful thing that is about Purium truly I think, is this community, is the people that you get to meet and be around and that you get to work with every day when you're a brand partner, when you – because we, we're on a Zoom almost every day and we're talking to each other and supporting each other every day and we're all in different types of, you know, environments and communities and cities um, all around the, the country. And um, – but we're, we're constantly uh, – we're constantly in communication and – it's it's truly just it's a blessing that this this company Purium that we found that we found that this came to us that this came to us and that we all we got to Ambi and I got to go with like five or six of our really close friends and got to meet so many more who you're going to hear from soon very soon I'm so excited they're gonna be on the podcast so no excited. We have some very magical beings that are about to be on this podcast and you're going to hear about it. But, um, you know, what we want to just take this time to do, and this is, you know, we're, we're going a little over here, but this is really important. What we really want to take this moment to do is a lot of you have probably heard about Purium before when we talked about it when we were doing the cleanse. We, you know, we were explaining that that was going to happen and a lot of you jumped on board and did that with us and some of you became brand partners and that's really amazing. And some of you who became brand partners that were came with us to Kauai and that was even more amazing. <clears throat> but we just wanted to take another few minutes to put out the call again and really explain and really present What's on the table here with this company and this movement and this entire experience? Because there are two there are two ways that you can get involved with this. <clears throat> One 
is obvious. It's nutritionally, right? It's as a customer. And that's amazing. If you are feeling the call to cleanse your body or get more energy back in your body or revitalize your body or heal your body, then 100% this is something that you should try, hands down. And if you're looking to make a complete lifestyle change, this is something you should be looking at and exploring and investigating. And if that's something that you're interested in, please reach out to us because we would be happy to get you the information, get you on a call with Tala, who is amazing and so inspiring and is has so much information on all of this and all the products and can answer any questions you have. So that's number one if you're feeling called to be a customer um, and to try this out. But the other option is almost even more important and almost even more uh, – almost an even bigger – a bigger opportunity. And that is to become a brand partner and to become a partner in this business and allow yourself to thrive not only with the products but with the – ability to be compensated for sharing something that is in alignment with who you are, with the values that you have, with what you want to see put out into the world. Because something that was made very clear to me, and Ambie, I want to hear you know what you think about this in a minute, but something that was made very clear to me, and I'm sure some of you have heard this before, is that you're voting with your dollars. Like mm, yeah. every dollar you spend – is going towards some something, is to- going towards creating more of something. So if you love Cheez-Its, right? <laughs> like every dollar you spend towards Cheez-Its, it's going to help Cheez-Its continue on, okay? So if you are putting your money towards something that you don't believe in, if you don't know what's in these products, but you're putting – if you don't know what's in some of the things you're buying and you're putting dollars towards it, technically you're – you're helping create more of what you don't want to see in the world. And something that I realized about Purium this weekend is, you know, it's amazing to be able to be aligned with something that every dollar that I put into it for my own products, I'm like, yes, like I'm helping bring more of this into the world. And there are so many people out there that are looking for this, that are looking not only for this type of, these types of products, this type of company, but also are looking for a way to get themselves out of poverty. And and they don't feel, you know, I've talked to a couple of people recently who are like, I need to make money, but I don't feel like these things are aligned with me, so I don't know what to do. Like mm-hmm. I I want to spend my energy and my time with something that I actually feel aligned with, that I actually feel like aligns with my values of creating a better world for everyone and helping people. And it's like people – are looking for these opportunities. And so Ambie and I are putting out the call for if you are looking to, you know, create more abundance for yourself, this is amazing opportunity to do so. And not only that, but there's an incredible infrastructure and support system that will take you by the hand the second you say yes and guide you through all the ways to do it. And like Tal always says, it's like <clears throat> you're in business for yourself but not by yourself. And it's really an, an exciting thing to be a part of. So 
Ambi. Yeah. No, I agree. Um, I'm just sitting here agreeing with you, shaking my head, but we're not on videos. Thank God (laughs) my hair looks crazy. Um, But yeah, I mean, I agree. Um, That's why like companies are so that are doing things like this, like Purium and Project Non-GMO and um, there are different apps that you can download too. But that's why it's so important because you are voting with your dollars. You are literally voting with your dollar. So every time you go and you buy a soda, you're telling the companies that make it, whether it's Pepsi or Coke, like, that's cool. Make more of it, Mm -hmm. right? Every time you go and you buy something that is organic or is healthy, um, you're essentially telling the company that made that to go and buy more of that as well. Or you're telling the grocery stores to stock more of this Mm -hmm. or stock less of this. Like, that's... People say that there's no power, like one person doesn't have the power, but you have so much power, you just don't know it yet. Mm. <laughs> and then um, not to even, I we didn't even talk about like, well, we kind of did, but spirituality and making sure that you're putting healthy things into your body. That's so important. And I think now in our society, it's really hard to know what healthy is. What does that mean? Right? Mm. So even... If you like don't want to be a brand partner, you don't want to do all of that, that's fine. Um, but just learn about the products because it's really they're they're amazing products, and that's why we're both so passionate about this. Um, but the the um, opportunity for the business is amazing as well. And I love, so network marketing, right? So what's the first thing that most people think of is a pyramid scheme, right? And I can tell you, and I don't care who is listening to this right now, I can tell you corporate America is more of a pyramid scheme than network marketing, 110%. Mm-hmm. Here's my example. <clears throat> I worked for a doctor for many years. He would treat the patient. I would market the patient to bring them in. I would do their notes. I would do the exam. I would do the financials. I would solve any problems that came up with the patient, whether they were upset or happy or whatever. I would get more referrals from the patient. And the doctor would literally, I'm not exaggerating this, take 10 minutes with the patient. He gets $1,200 per patient, and I made 17 of those dollars. Mm. That is a pyramid scheme. Mm-hmm. 2AT. Mm-hmm. So corporate America is the same way. They're telling you, you are worth $12. You are worth $17. You are worth $19, $20, $40 an hour for your, your skills. And I agree with it because that's the system that's in place. And that's what our, our corporate um, corporations have been doing for such a long time that it feels uncomfortable to change it. Mm-hmm. But just like anything that's uncomfortable, that means it needs to happen. Mm-hmm. And so there needs to be more companies that are doing network marketing that are doing things like that. So that way we can send a message to the other company saying like what you're doing is no longer working and you, you need to change like the other companies are doing. My husband's a good example of this too. He works in a corporate job and he now gets paid on productivity. 
Wow. Yeah. I mean, that's what companies are doing. They're starting to see like, okay, so in addition to your hourly wage, if you do more work, we'll give you more money. Mm-hmm. That's network marketing. You do more work, you get more money. Yeah. You talk to more people, you get more money. Yep. And I'm so glad you – because you reminded me that when – so, okay, I was reading this book about network marketing because, again, Purium is a network marketing business. And I was seeing how – got to break this episode into two. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We'll just – yeah, it's a long one. Sorry, guys, but there's a lot of information and we're just trying to relay all the downloads. But um, when you have – so with network marketing, right? So think about the average work week. How many hours do you have in your week, right? How many – I don't know. How many hours is like an average work week? What, like 40? 40, 40 okay, hours. Okay, 40 yeah. hours. So you have 40 hours to give because the other hours you're sleeping or eating or like literally just like – that's basically it. You're like sleeping mm-hmm. and eating, right? Yep. So <clears throat> you have 40 hours to give. When So let's say whatever the job you're in, you are getting paid X amount of dollars per that hour, right? Like $18, I don't know, $25, whatever it is. Once you – are done with those 40 hours, you're done. That's it. No more. Meaning that's all you're going to make. There's no no growth. I mean, you can, again, of course, like companies, you know, go for a promotion, go for a raise. But like with my partner, he's gotten as many raises as he can get at this point. Mm -hmm. He's literally the third in the company. They are literally like, we cannot give you any more raises. So (laughs) it's kind of like, okay, so where can we go from here? Well, with a with a you know the regular like forty hour work week, you, you, there's not many places you can go. So you're essentially get, you're essentially it reminds me of that movie that Justin Timberlake movie called like Out of Time where you pay for things with the time you have you pay with minutes or hours or whatever, and it's essentially like a metaphor for like that's how life is like you're paying for things with your time and that's mm-hmm. like a, your job right like you're giving your time and then it's worth a certain amount. So, um, so okay, so this network marketing book was showing this illustration. It's like, however, with network marketing, one of your hours could actually equal 100 hours because you have, let's say, 10 brand partners, let's say, under you who then have 10 – no, it would be like five. I don't know. I'm not good at doing the math, but you understand what I'm saying. They have five. One of your hours can equal 100 hours because of the people in your network that are also working that hour. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. It does make sense. Therefore, there is no cap. There is no limit. You can go as high as you want to go all while working with other people and lifting them up in the process and them everybody succeeding at once. And that's what's so exciting about network marketing is is that in the traditional system in the tradition in the system that we've been taught is the norm that you have to you know leave your family and go to work and give all your time and energy to this other company that as Ambie was saying it's like there's one guy at the top and all the workers at the bottom are getting paid a minimum wage or whatever it is low, much lower rate um uh, with network marketing, it's like there's no cap, there's no limit. Your time is you. You can reserve your energy and your time. And um, I was talking to my uh, friend when I went to LA, and she was talking about how um, her partner. He, I went to LA on my way home from Kauai. She was talking about how her partner. He doesn't sleep very much. I was like, oh, let me guess why. She's like, why? I was like. 
because when he comes home, he he works so much that when he comes home, he stays up watching TV just so he can feel like he has some time to himself. She's like, yes, how did you know? I was like, because that's what mine does. He's so tired every night. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. say, let's go to bed. And he goes, no, please, just one more hour. I'm like, why? Just come into bed. He goes, no, no, please, please. It's like a little kid. Please, please, just one more hour, one more hour. I'm like, but okay, just come into the bedroom. Watch. He goes, no, no, out here, out here. Oh my God, my husband does that. And I'm like, what is wrong with you? Why are you being so frustrating right now? I'm telling you why it is right now. It's because they don't want to feel like they're just working to go to bed. Like they're just working to like they're living to work. That's not how they want to feel. And if they go into the bedroom, it feels like it's bedtime and they feel like their time isn't their own anymore. And at least if they're staying up, even if they're getting tired, that to them, that feels like it's their own recreational time. And let me tell you guys, this is not life. This is draining us. This is draining us, our relationships, our family. This is draining our energy. This is why our relationships are so challenged. Like I'm telling you, it all made sense to me. As soon as I left Kauai, I was like, oh my God. This is affecting everything. And we Mm -hmm. have the opportunity to change this. We have the opportunity to change the way that this is. And I got this download on the plane home from Kauai that was like, this whole time, this I was literally typing this on my computer and I feel like I was getting this, this was, I was channeling this message to myself. I was typing and it was like, you've had this belief this whole time, like that you thriving was selfish, that you thriving in this way or making a certain amount of money is actually like, that, that means that you're not a good person. That means you can't help people. Actually, it's the exact opposite. If you allow yourself to thrive and thrive with a business like this, with network marketing, you are going to be able to pop the bubble for other people. Other people who believe that the only way to make money is to give your time away and slave your time away and give all your energy away so that you're exhausted and all you want to do on the weekends is sleep, right? You are going to be the light and the example and for those people that that's not the only way. And those people who are afraid to step out of that pattern right now are going to get the courage to step out because they're going to see you doing it. So you need to let yourself thrive. You need to let yourself be incredibly abundant. You need to let yourself be going on vacations and have free time and location freedom and literally living the life of your dreams because that's how we're going to change the way that society functions and that's how we're going to inspire other people to take their energy back and their time back and their lives back. Mm. And just if you're listening to this and you're resonating with this or you 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 are resonating with the thing about your partner like literally being so exhausted but wanting to stay up anyway just so he feels like or they feel like they have some time to themselves it's like think of the possibilities that could yeah. happen when you step into a business like network marketing and especially one like this that is so focused on healing and helping other people and i just want to I want to start a movement called like bring the men home and it's like bringing our part, not just necessarily men, but like bringing our partners home. Yes. Like my husband, God bless him. He works so hard. He literally is supposed to get off at five o'clock every day. He doesn't get home until like seven, eight o'clock sometimes. And he didn't get a raise this year because they said he's not doing enough overtime. And it's like, what? Are like, you talking about? Do you want me to sleep there? I yeah. don't understand. Exactly. Right? It doesn't make any sense because they don't – companies, most companies 
don't care about you. Mm-hmm. You are there. Sir, you are there in service. You are serving them, and that is what they're paying for you. It's an exchange, right? It's not a gift. You're not gifting them anything. They're not gifting you something. It's an exchange. But it's like, how much are you willing to exchange? Because it used to be just time, and now it's more than time. Now it's like time away from our our friends, our family, time away from living our lives. And then the whole idea, <clears throat> 40 years ago, I work at a company for 20 years, and then I get to do what I want to do. Well, how many of us are going to retire when we're 65? Mm-hmm. Probably nobody's raising their hands. And who even wants to live like that? Who even wants exactly. to be like, oh, like, I don't want to do anything insane. now, but when I'm really old and can't move my body, that's when I'm going <laughs> to do what I really want to do. That's when I'm going to live my best life. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I got this. I got a plan. <laughs> which which that idea was like that picture of that was like you're fat and happy on a beach. And it's like, I'm sorry, but I don't want to – I want to be like – I want to be like in my – I want to be so able and time, active yeah. in my body and yep. thriving and traveling all around till I die, like literally till I die. Yep. So. (laughs) And I want to share this because I shared this with someone on our team. um, And I want to share this with you guys now. So if you're thinking like I was thinking, like, I can't do this. I don't know anybody. I don't want to harass people, right? I think (laughs) the, (laughs) the best thing that I've taken out of this last year is that if there can be and there is many people online making stupid fucking videos on YouTube about cutting soap, opening <laughs> toys, like all of these things, and Which they're I making, watch. yeah, and they, hey, I'm not saying I don't watch it. I'm just yeah. saying they're yeah, making yeah. millions of dollars doing this. Mm-hmm. Literally, look it up. I'm not exaggerating this at all. That Ryan's reviews made five million dollars when he was five years old. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Anyway, okay. So if that is possible, then what are we doing? Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. if this doesn't work out, I'm going to be a YouTube star on soap cutting. Let me tell you, but- you'll never see my face. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I, that freaks me out. Alexa knows that actually freaks me out. I can't handle it. <laughs> well, but but also I think this comes back to, again, and this comes back to the idea that – because when you say that, you know, you say, well, Ryan's reviews made $5 million last year. It, again, it, it kind of brings up this idea of like, well, I don't want to <laughs> – because for, for me even, it triggers the thing again, like, well, I don't want to be that person making that amount of money. That seems so, so – like, it, it seems stupid. It seems like it's not – there's this thing about money that it almost feels like people who have that amount of money or make that amount of money, there's almost this automatic resentment or kind of this feeling of like, mm. uh, that shouldn't be, that's not – what you say? Change. That's why we're doing oh, money management in yes. March to change this energy with money. Yes, because right? because well, the reason I'm bringing this up is because something that's been in, in, um, imprinted upon me about money and about is that not only again, just as I was mentioning about thriving and how that's actually going to help other people realize that they can thrive and that's going to change the whole system of our society. I got that download very strongly and that vision very strongly and I I wake up every morning now believing that and thinking about that and knowing it's my job to thrive to help others break out of this Truman Show type of thing. Um, but, um, but also, you know, as Tala says, our upline says, you know, 
he is his why Imperium is to raise an army of um, philanthropists, and he's very mm-hmm. kind of tapped into what's going on with politics right now and what's yeah, going yeah. on. And he's constantly talking about he's like, if we want to make a change, we need to be the ones with the money. We need to be the ones in power. And the only way we're going to make that shift is if we're the ones with the money. And so we need to let our th- that's another reason we need to let ourselves thrive. We we need to let ourselves receive this money because when we're the ones with the money, we can make the big decisions. We can say because right now why are why are these horrible things happening because people with money are deciding to make things happen because right now money rules the world right so in order to make a change we need to get in there we need to play the game we need to be the ones with the money and then we need to start saying what's happening but instead of tearing down you know forests and i don't i just keep thinking of this video i keep saying about this this bulldozer who's trying to tear down this tree with its orangutan on it and the orangutan's fighting it and getting all bloody and stuff because he's trying oh to fight God, it off its home. So sad. And the bulldozer's just trying to get palm oil. <laughs> and it, it is so sad. And it's I keep thinking about that. And it's like the only reason somebody is in there with a bulldozer is because somebody with enough money said we're going to go in there get and get in there that. With the yes. Yeah. And so yeah. if we're the ones with the money, if we're the ones in control, if we're the, if we're the ones with the money, we get to say what happens. But instead of saying send a bulldozer in there, we can say – you protect this land, this or you restore this land, yep. or you you know we we counteract what's been happening, and we need yeah. To I do think that. of Ellen DeGeneres with her sanctuary for the apes. Yeah, mm-hmm. like that was something that she just did. Well, her wife did for her, but she's doing right now to help save them. I mean, you know what I mean. And you think yeah. about like how much money she has, and she's not a bad person. She's not like. You know what I mean? I I feel like there's this stigma and this is why Alexa and I wanted to do the money management thing because I feel like I'm going to, I'm going to put everybody in a little box and categorize everybody real fast. I feel like a lot of people in this community and I'm in this community have this negative um, perception of people with money. So, oh, it's not spiritual. I like don't want it. Like I'm, you know, I'm spiritual. I don't need money. No, you do need money because that's the society that we live in right now. And if you want to make changes, if you want to help people, you need money to do that. Mm -hmm. It's just how it is right now. And if we get enough money, we can change it. Does that make sense? But like, like, like we're talking about on our money management episodes, burying your head in the sand is not helping anybody. You're being selfish. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And yep, that's not spiritual. That's so not spiritual. Um, So all that being said, listen, if any of that is resonating with you, please reach out to us. Please just shoot us a message or an email or anything that just says, hey, you can even say, hey, I'm not really sure about this, but something in me is telling me to ask about this brand partner opportunity or about being a customer of Perium, but about this brand partner opportunity, can you give me more info? Just – Open, open your mind to it, get some more info, and then you can decide for yourself. But this is kind of um, just a call, another call for you know anyone that's really needing to take that next step in their life and really you know allow themselves to thrive in a new way. And what I'll tell you too is, guys, like I don't know if you know notice a difference in me, but I've noticed a difference in me since starting. Curium. Like, dude, I, I don't know, Ambie, if like you recognize, but I feel so, I, and I mean this in terms of leadership, 
I'm yeah, like recognizing no, yeah, like I feel different. Like I feel so confident. I feel so empowered and I feel like I'm looking at my life in a different way and just the the situations that I'm in, it's like suddenly I'm seeing myself in them in a whole different way and it's like it's like it's just it's not only just been a vehicle for my health and for financially, but it's been a vehicle for like my personal development. I can't even it's hard to really fathom right now. But anyway, the point is, if you're hearing the call, reach out to us. We love you so much. We want us all to thrive. We want us all to, you know, uh, help heal the planet and help heal ourselves. And um, this episode has been extremely long, but uh, we had a lot of information and we've been gone for, you know, a week. So hopefully that's okay with all of you. Um, we missed you guys so we much. We missed you. Um, oh, oh, uh, yeah. Patreons, Patreons. Yes, Patreons and a couple of announcements before we go. Um, Patreon. So let us say thank you to Whitney Kanaka, Tiffany Polito, Thea Cintia, De Silva, Tammy Lip, Sheena Bone, Sarah Meehan, Renee Hart, Nike, Mimi Abneter, Melanie Larson, Marlena Brazil, Mandy Ford, Lisa Perez, Kim Bartelt, Kellyanne Bates, Kasha, Jamie Witch, Jamie McMahon, Jamie Edwards, Heather Kiefer, Grace, Dana McFadden, Cheyenne Carroll, Caroline, Charm City Foster Mama on Instagram, Kara Miranda, Bex Boo, Alex Lettieri, and Adonica Haskell, you guys are all incredible. And um, let's just give a quick – we just want to give you a quick update that the next Conversations with John uh, is going to be, let's see, um, Wednesday, March 20th uh, at 8.30 p.m. So if you want to get in for the next Conversations with John, you just have to uh, go to our Patreon page, which will be linked in the show notes, and uh, you'll see the tier that you need to sign up in, and then we'll add you into the private Facebook group, and we'll welcome you, and then you will get to ask a question to John um, as Ambie channels him uh, for an hour, and we'll get to as many questions as we can in that hour. Also, um, we announced a couple of episodes ago that we are doing another tier of our Patreon that John himself wanted us to create. He's been talking to us about this for a while now. Uh, we just rolled it out right before we left for our trips. Um, and uh, essentially, this is a tier in which um, you can get like private coaching with John. So we're going to be doing like groups of four to six and each person will get about 10 minutes and we'll actually be doing this on a Zoom. So you'll actually get to talk to him and like actually use your voice instead of going through me. Um, Ambie will be in state. I'll be there to moderate and just help make sure things go smoothly. Um, and uh, and yeah, and we are going to start that next week. So right now, uh, Lisa Perez, girl – um, she, she's the first person that upgraded her account to that tier. So, uh, you know, no, uh, no matter how many people do it, we're just going to give them their private time. So Lisa, um, we're going to start that on the 13th and we'll reach out to you and give you more information on that. Um, if anyone else is interested, um, go check out the tier and, uh, you can also reach out to us directly if you have any questions about that. Um, cool. Ambie, anything else from you before we sign off? No, I think we went over all the good things. I really liked this episode because we're both really passionate about it. And you can tell in our voice and, you know, like, I feel like the passion comes through. That's just me. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, that's what I was going to say. Um, I know a lot of you messaged us while we were in Kauai. And a lot of you, like, you know, were following us on Facebook and Instagram. And we appreciate that. And... 
the one thing I do want to say is that it's easy to look at people and think, well, if I had a podcast, I would be good at this too. Or if I had X, Y, and Z, I could do this too, or whatever the case may be. The reality of the situation is instead of if I don't know if people are doing this, but if you're looking at us and thinking, I want to travel, but I can or whatever story you make up behind it, then that's definitely a sign that you should do this with us because we have a lot more trips in the works. This was one of many and we got to know, like, like Alexa said, like our friends, they're no longer like just listeners. They're our friends now. And that is amazing. You know what I mean? Just like the retreats, the same thing. Like people that went to the retreats, they're our friends. So if our you sisters, our sisters, yes. So if you want to travel with us, if you want to come join us on this journey, don't be afraid. Jump into the uncomfortableness of it mm-hmm. and take the leap and do it with us. It's fun. It's a lot of fun. It is fun. It's fun to get uncomfortable, it turns out. And we're all yeah. doing it together. Yep. Um, Okay, guys. We love you so much. We're so happy to be back. We have so much fun, exciting goodness that you don't even know about coming at you over the next couple of months. We're working on so much behind the scenes, and that's all because of your support. So thank you. We love you so, 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 so much. And if any of you made it to the end of this almost two-hour episode, let us know. (laughs) (laughs) If your ears are sore, let us know. (laughs) Love you guys. Bye. Bye. If you've enjoyed this podcast, we would love, love, love it if you would give us a rating and review on Apple iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. If you'd like to get in touch for a reading with Ambi, an EFT session with Alexa, or just to say what up, we would love to hear from each and every one of you. And you can email us at innerbloompodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram and Facebook at innerbloompodcast. Until next time, remember, open your heart to the seeds of love and light and bloom from within.